right, I'm here with Thomas Kabori, one of my best friends, I can say now. And honestly, I, I we call each other brother man, right? So he's we he's, call each other bromate. Bromate, yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. Good I don't job. Know, I don't know where <laughs> that definition comes from, but yeah, he's he's like a brother from another mother. Absolutely. A, a brother from an Indian mother. Good way to be specific. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? Well, I'm, I'm just super, super pumped to have you here. Thank you for um, having me. Yeah. So today, I guess this podcast is very special for me because uh, I want to share a little bit of, I guess, um, uh, something that I never really talk about that much. And it's my spiritual journey for the past years since mm -hmm. moving here to America. Yeah. I have touched on different things, uh, different, I guess, experiences through entrepreneurship, school, deciding what to do with my life, career yeah. choices, but but I think the spiritual side of it is huge and I, I definitely want to make sure we touch on that. So something I ask every single guest in, in my podcast is uh, where did we meet? How did we meet? How did we become friends? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I first met Andy in my international trade class. Uh, I was sitting in the first seat. Andy was right next to me. At that time, I didn't know much about Andy. All I knew were basically three things. He's a big shot on campus. He is also rather big. And, <laughs> and uh, he's Latino. <laughs> Good. That's, that's, that's all I knew. Um, Way to categorize. <laughs> yeah. So big shot. Why was I a big shot? Well, I knew you were, number one, your face was all over Armstrong. Uh, so two, I was very involved on campus. Very so, involved on yeah. campus. You were the student president at the time. Right. So I didn't know what that meant. Uh, I didn't know as to how big of a role you played on campus, but I just uh, I heard student president. I thought you were a big deal. So, you know, I didn't talk to you much. That's pretty much the reason why I didn't talk to you <laughs> when you when you were in class right next to me. But you were the one who started the conversation. Uh, you were the one who asked me as to who I was, what I'm doing and stuff like that. And slowly we started, I think we, we connected. And then you asked me, to help you out with the class because you were struggling with it. And for me, the class was a breeze. Uh, so I, I agreed and we went to... So I was library. literally the big shot slash dumb kid that couldn't do well in academics. We all have our strengths, <laughs> we all have our strengths and weaknesses. <laughs> awesome. So tell us, man, you became really helpful. Like, gosh, um, I, honestly, I wouldn't have passed that class if it wasn't for your help no problem but <laughs> no problem but during that time um during that tutoring process right of uh, mm -hmm. you know i guess we were classmates but we we, we started to know each other a little bit better right yeah. and I, I guess we started becoming good friends and uh but um you i remember that you were you weren't sure about my faith right <clears throat> yeah so. so to be very frank uh, half of my heart was to help Andy understand econ. The other half was to hopefully share the faith that I was enjoying at the time. I'm a Christian and I thought I would share that with him. Uh, I didn't know if he was a Christian or if he wasn't a Christian, but I thought I'd just, you know, share. Uh, turns out that Andy was uh, pursuing God, but he was uh, struggling because right. of the nature of his position. I remember one time we were sitting in the library studying he had just come back from Washington, D.C., yeah. uh, and he was boasting about it. But anyway, that doesn't, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. He was sharing uh, cool stories <laughs> from it. And we stayed up till 1 a.m. just talking about the Lord. Yeah. And f that's when it all started. That's when our friendship began. Yeah. Um, 
Andy started to share very important things with me, and I tried to help him and give him a uh, give him a different Christian perspective on how to deal with some of those situations, and he was very grateful. So Thomas, tell me tell me a little bit about your background, right? So you said you were interested about two things: helping me with economics, but also sharing your faith with me. So tell me about your faith. What what is your faith? I, I guess you you just mentioned Christianity, but also where does that come from? Because I know. You more than anyone I know, you you have a specific, like a huge passion for sharing your faith with other people. That is something I have been, gosh, I, I highly admire and it's something that I've been trying to implement in my life as well. So tell us about, I guess, your your background, your, your passion for your faith and all of that. Yeah, so, I mean, I was born in a Christian family, but it was a broken one as well. Uh, before coming to the United States... I actually came into contact from with, where from India right from India yeah. yes uh, before coming to the States I met this one guy who was very forceful in sharing the message with me and um, he shared a very hardcore Westboro Baptist kind of message that oh, said gosh. if you don't follow Jesus exactly the way he says you will go to hell and I'd never come across that picture of, of God so when I came to the States I was really frightened of God and I didn't really know what to do with it I remember one day I read Isaiah chapter 55 verse 2 which says why do you seek things that do not satisfy you come to me and delight in me and you will be satisfied so that surprised me and I decided to go for it and believe in that mm -hmm. and that's when I came to, to faith and I recognized that you know Jesus is not someone who forces you to be with him he's not this crazy judgmental God he's someone who loves you he's someone who dies for your sins on the cross And, he, and he, he's a God of grace. He's definitely a God of grace. He is a God of truth. Uh, there are definitely things that he expects from you because he, you know, uh, because he died for you, he loves you. But he's also a God of grace too. And it's a balance. And that's where, that's where it all started. So I guess you have found a lot of purpose in, in yeah. your, rela your relationship with Christ. Right? I found purpose, but I, also, I, but I think I also found comfort. Comfort, comfort okay. and purpose. Yeah. Comfort that sometimes came from all types of different channels that exactly fulfilling yeah. in the long term. Yeah. Um, so we became roommates afterwards. It's interesting, you know, after yeah. tutoring and all of that, we ended up becoming roommates. Um, I had an internship in Hawaii. It was awesome. And during that time, I remember um, I was trying to figure out a new place mm -hmm. to live. You, you as well. And um, we became roommates, and um, and that was awesome because that was it. That that was the point where we became like brothers. Absolutely, and, um, and uh, you know, I, yeah. I, I'm gonna have to interject over here because right. in the beginning, our relationship was mostly Andy shares Andy vents to me, and I give him <laughs> Christian advice. But after he became, after we became roommates, um, the dynamics of our relationship changed. It moved to me venting, and getting <laughs> advice from Andy as well. And yeah. a lot of the advice Andy would give me was very entrepreneurial and business and yeah, leadership yeah. oriented, <laughs> which is something I needed too. So really it moved into a mutual friendship uh, from, from where it began. And that was really good. Right. And uh, that was awesome. And, and something interesting is that, again, it's interesting that you, you couldn't really figure out where my faith was and mm -hmm. all of that. And, and that's the thing is that in the past I had, I, I had really bad experiences with churches mm -hmm. Uh, unfortunately, and I, I would say it, and I'll be completely honest with Christian churches as well. I just had bad experiences in the past, and and I got to a point where I had given up on going to church. I mean, I I had my Christian values, I guess, like because I grew up in a Christian family yeah. and everything. But I decided yeah. not to, you know, just just to live my Christian life low key, right? Yeah. Just at home, whatever. 
but but in 2015 last year I uh, I became an entrepreneur full time right and that was a year that gosh it was difficult for me uh, financially very hard uh, getting Truby running right so since uh, as you, if you heard the previous episode on the previous startup that I was working on Truby um, it was to get something like that starting uh, I had to devote a lot of time which yeah. meant that I couldn't really have a full time job on the side. So I had all types of gigs and part-time jobs here and there, all the way from uh, parking cars uh, during St. Patrick's week, St. Patrick's festivities week, uh, to uh, doing translations for people online, uh, graphic design. I did some websites using different platforms. So I had a total of like 10 different jobs during that year just to literally make it through. And still, I felt like I never had enough money to... For, for me to, I guess, feel comfortable. I always I was looking always to find more ways to survive. So it was mentally, it was really, really hard. So I, I was, in a way, financially, I was com- almost pretty much completely broke to a point where one time Thomas yeah. had to, yeah. I, you know, well, I would say Andy was broke in many ways. Yeah. Um, I think psychologically he was broken because he had just come out of his undergrad after a very, very long, hard, but successful stint. Right. President of Armstrong, student president of Armstrong, 3.4 or 5 GPA yeah. from his economics, um, starting a business. You know, he was, he definitely worked very hard, but he didn't get the job he wanted. Right. So, so I that, was literally unemployed after I graduated from college, absolutely. which was, was, which was one of the motivations to yeah. go into the entrepreneurial absolutely, world. Absolutely, he was unemployed after all of that hard work. Yeah. You know, sure, it's hard for anybody to get a job straight out of graduation, but for someone like Andy to not get a job, that was pretty stupid. <laughs> and, I was, and I guess, yeah, I worked very, really hard and all of a sudden there was nothing out yeah, there. Yeah, he was, so psychologically he was broken. Yeah. Two, um, as he attempted to begin a business called Herby with his partner, Casey Harrington, Harrington, uh, things went well, but it was such a slow process. It was slow, yeah. And yeah. Uh, the technology was hard to build. Yeah. Getting more people in the team, experts in different fields, it was really hard for Casey yeah. and I. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so he he lost a lot. Uh, he, he, he struggled to earn income to support himself. In fact, he would take online gigs yeah. doing Spanish translations. And I watched him through that. And, and it's important to know, and to, for me, as, as Andy's friend, I think I was privileged with the opportunity of being there for Andy when he was going through a very, very rough time. Um, almost a desert. Yeah. Because and, he really had nothing good. Yeah, yeah. And what you're saying, the desert, and I just wanted to touch on that. Is you just mentioned at the beginning of this episode, I was the big shot, quote unquote, big yeah. shot at yeah. school. So, but all of a sudden, I went from being the big shot to, yeah. to really being at a really low point in yeah. all types of weights, you know, yeah. to the point where I was literally, I felt helpless, worthless to a point where I put all of that hard work and then, you know, I was there trying to figure out what to do to, to survive. Yeah, I think one of the hardest things uh, to feel is your hard work not paying off. Yeah, especially if the work's been very long and very hard. And so it was a lesson of humbleness as well, right? Yes, because he during that time Andy was still very resistant to church and Christianity. He was he was okay with Jesus, yeah, just not okay with the people, yeah, that that went to him. And similar to what you mentioned earlier, is a 
I just didn't like the idea of a God that points to you in everything or is always or, or a Jesus of just ju judgment and yeah. wrath, you know? Yeah. I'm all for love and mercy and grace yeah. because in all reality, none of us, Christian, non-Christian, Buddhist, whatever, you cannot be perfect, right? Yeah. So yeah. if you have a view of, of, in this case in Christianity, if you have a view that a Christian person is a person that lives with no flaws and yeah. has a completely perfect life, that's impossible. Yeah. So I, I disagree with that a lot. But the, the, I'm so grateful that I went through all of those low points because you were there to, for that spiritual support that honestly, faith at that point, that, there's, a, there's a point where I realized that, that, that faith was that hope that was keeping me going, yeah. even at a low point where I could just perfectly just move back to Costa Rica or go get a job flipping burgers or whatever. Yeah. But but faith kept me going to, to pursue something greater that I knew deep in my heart there was a purpose that God had for me. Yeah. And also I remember you bought a book for me called The Purpose Driven Life yes. by Rick Warren. I read that book and that was wonderful and it just shows you that God created us with a purpose. God created us for, for to do good deeds that he already, yeah. I guess, stored yeah. for us. So, so I started, I guess, grabbing and embracing that promise and I, I became more open to learning more and getting more involved in, in my backing my faith right mm -hmm. so i don't know if you have anything to add to that well uh what i, what I would add is um just to il illustrate how low andy went andy actually came to a point where he basically ran out of funds and he couldn't pay me rent yeah which at that time was 500 bucks a month uh, thankfully, at that time, I won a couple of competitions at school, so I had enough funds to support Andy, and I told him, hey, dude, don't worry about it. Um, I'll lend you 500 for this month. Just pay me in installments over the next five, six months, and he did it. He took it, and, um, you know, there it was. There was the, um, I, I, again, I was blessed to be a support to, to Andy. But I will say from from my perspective, you know, Andy went through a lot. Um, there are times when, I, when he cried at night and stuff like yeah. that. I, I'm, I'm very, very proud of his decision to, to continue to trust God, believe in God, and move forward because it's hard. It's, it's very hard. Yeah. Um, and at that point, God was his only hope. And not only that, he made God his hope as well. Right. And, uh, but after he did that, you know, that, I think that wilderness, um, if, you, if you read the Bible, a lot of times the, the, the characters will go through uh, a wilderness. The in the Old Testament, the Israelites go through the wilderness, and those who trust God in the wilderness get to the promised land. Right. When Jesus is led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness, he fights the devil, and then after he wins, he moves into his full ministry. So it seems like in the Christian life there are periods of wilderness, and yeah. I think I was there with Andy when he went through that. Yeah. Because after that year of intense struggle and the decision to have faith. Things started to turn around. I think the last since last November. Yeah, and before we get there, um, in 2015 we started going to a church called CBC. Yes. Community Bible Church here in Savannah. I ran and, it too fast. Sorry. No, no, that's fine. That's that's cool. That's cool. I actually love the flow of that. But, oh, and by the way, yeah. When I when Andy talks about CBC, I didn't push him to CBC. I mean, I asked him a couple of times the previous year. He said no. I was going to a Pentecostal church at the time. The next year, Andy was the one who came up to me and said, let's check out CBC. And I went with him as a support. 
go handy. Yeah, so CBC is more of a non-denominational church where yeah. you have people with all types of views from very conservative to, I guess, a little liberal, but, but in just all types of ways on like how far, how much do you believe about, for example, yeah. the, the, how much the Holy Spirit acts in your life or, mm -hmm. or how yeah, more do you want to be like more of on the rational side, quote unquote, right, on, on being just more of like understanding the theory and living by good values. Mm -hmm. so, so in CBC, you find people with all types of kind that more than same principles is more of like a different levels of walks with God mm -hmm. in what they believe so it's, it's, a, it's an environment that is very open yeah. and they allow you to walk at your own speed instead of they forcing mm -hmm. you to be who they want you to be yeah. so, so that church really was awesome actually a good friend of mine Kobe he was the one who invited me to CBC and it's interesting I literally had given up on churches by that point but I decided to go and give it a last sh shot even thinking or that that it was not gonna work out, but it was amazing. Yeah. So then Thomas joined me and we, we started going to CBC. And, we did. And uh, it's been a, we're, we're I guess we're still going there. We've been going there for over a year now. He's and a member. I, yeah, I'm a member now, and also I help. I serve in the church. I help with, with interpretations actually. So, so all those Spanish translations. Oh, yeah, all, all the gigs I got online helped in a way because now I help uh, you know people who go to church who don't speak English. I translate for them the whole sermon, which is pretty awesome. It's a new it skill is. that I'm learning. So it is. Yeah. So so I guess the relationship started getting better with my faith, and I, I started yeah. realize I started really seeing God in my life. Yeah. You know, I, I I saw that He never forsake me. Yeah. I saw that He uh He there was special peace even in those moments of like wilderness and completely broke and yeah. everything. There was still that little joy. There was that yeah. you know that sense of of uh, that, that so that there was like a a bigger being caring about me yeah. you know so it was something way greater than than us you know and sometimes we feel like sometimes we put ourselves like as the highest point in greatness but in yeah. reality it's just so limited yeah. i feel like human wisdom and human capabilities are, are, are limited but but yeah. but the wisdom that god brings is is immense it's huge it's amazing yeah 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 so thomas before we get to that November thing, which is pretty awesome, which uh, I'm going to expand more on the next podcast episode, um, tell us about you. So you're an economics student. You're about yeah. to graduate, yes, right? Yes. You're, and he, you may be humble, but I will brag for you. He's one of the smartest kids in, in the department. He has won several, I guess, uh, yeah, actually several competitions by now. You have been, you're published in some two, papers. In two, two papers. Okay, so tell us a little bit about what you have been doing. Why did, are you studying economics and and then what's next? Oh gosh, okay. Well, uh, initially my mom wanted wanted me to be an accountant because she wanted me to be rich. I don't, <laughs> I didn't like accounting because it seemed like putting the right thing into the right box. So I picked economics. Right. That was the only subject I enjoyed in college. It was fun. Uh, I failed my first ever economics class, got a D. <laughs> <laughs> so I was off to a very good start. Yeah. Hashtag sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, no. I pushed myself, I started to learn more, I took as many classes as I could, then I started working as a research assistant for the, for the department, and uh, I think in my last few years, actually I read a book on, it, on integrating your faith and your work, Right. that was a very good book, and then after that, I mean honestly my work at Armstrong just skyrocketed, I started doing research, started getting all A's, I've been on the president's list for two and a half years. Wow. 
Um, and what does the president's list mean? Always for like how long? Two and a half years. Four, I've had 4.0 semesters for the past two and a half years. So God. you went from failing your your first ever economics yeah. course to becoming like yeah. one my, of the best students. Wow. My GPA for all my econ... Oh gosh, I don't want to talk about it. Just I, God is good and I, and I <laughs> pushed through. Actually, what is your GPA? No, because that's impressive. Someone from someone that went from failing a class. Okay, to, yeah, yeah. To, I mean, to, if, to, if, what are you doing? I mean, that's sure. huge. If you want to look at the, I and guess, also faith plays into that as absolutely, well. Absolutely, right. absolutely. Because uh, at one time I actually thought of switching from econ to math because I thought I wasn't smart enough. Uh, but th but I stuck with econ. Uh, I started off with a D in my first ever econ class, and right now my GPA for all my econ and math courses is three is three point nine six. Wow. So. You know that you know, it's it's good stuff. Um, work with the research department, published in two papers. I'm working on the the the, st the statistical work for three papers right now. Um, I we won, won an intercollegial research competition in Pensacola, Florida, and we're on with my with my, with my senior thesis research, and uh, also won a policy preparation competition with two other wonderful team members. So yeah, I, I've done a lot of cool stuff, and I've really enjoyed it. Uh, as for what's next. I'm well, before that, what role has God played in your life through that process? You know, because and I would definitely I think this is a great opportunity. Has all has all of this been Thomas, which I know you have been working really hard. No, no, it but, definitely but is isn't. there something that you can also talk you know, about? I think a part of it would be I'll start with the good. I think it's definitely God has definitely moved through that. You know, uh, after reading the book on integrating my faith with my work. I think God really worked through my work. And uh, I think one of my goals in life is to be successful at work, but also minister on the side. Because um, usually if you go and look at Christians, either they're full-time workers and they don't do a lot of ministry, or they're full-time ministers and they have no connection with the work world. Right. And there are very few people who understand both systems. Right. And I'd like to be one of those people who understands both systems. So that's what I'm working towards. Um, so I'm definitely, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely certain that God, God played a role in it yeah. and I've enjoyed it. Uh, I know for sure that whatever I do in the future, I'm, I'm not going, I'm going to be doing both yeah. because I've also been involved in on-campus ministry with the Baptist Collegiate Ministry. Yeah. Uh, I've been in charge, I've been a volunteer leader, I've been an event coordinator, I've been in charge of the mentorship program and uh, it's, it's been amazing. It, it's been good. It's been very, very, very hard, but also very fruitful. Awesome. I would say hard work combined with faith has definitely paid off. I would say so. I would definitely say so. Uh, in terms of where I'm going, I'm, yeah. I, I got into Georgia State University, mm -hmm. their master's program with a full ride. Woo! So very, <laughs> very thankful because it's uh, essentially free. That's awesome. Um, and I also have a mom scholarship, which will pay for. <laughs> gonna, I like that. Which will pay for uh, my room and board. Yeah. Um, and you know it's 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 good. I'm going to be in Atlanta. It's one step closer to my goal of being someone who works and ministers at the same time. Awesome, yeah. man! That's just so great, and I'm so proud of you for that. I've seen your hard work as well for the past years, and thank wow, you, thank it's you, been amazing. So, at the end of 2015, going back to the story, um, God, there was a big breakthrough. Turby was to the point where probably we, we could see yeah. that he was not going to make it. The, the market was not right. It was hard to get the right team in the, in, the, in place to make this grow. Um, can I can I introduce yeah. you to November for 2015 breakthrough? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I would please. like to I would like to bring in the end of the wilderness as I, <laughs> yeah, as, please, as, as we would call it in Christian circles. 
Toby was Toby was good. Andy worked a lot. Casey put in a lot of work. Um, but really, you know, sometimes you can do as much as you can in business, and business won't work for you. Yeah. You know, it's not always your fault. A lot of times, it's not your fault. You do your do the best you can, and business will won't, won't work for you. Right. And that's what happened with Toby. There was too much competition. Yeah. One of his key players dropped out. Yeah. And there was nothing to do but to drop. Yeah. And while that could be categorized as failure, I don't think it was. Yeah. But it was still very devastating. Yeah. Um, it was a learning experience, stepping stone, I guess. Very yeah, yeah, learning experience, stepping stone. But <laughs> the cool thing was, Andy started working with a very cool company down in downtown called Project. Uh, no, actually, that's Focus, Focus Lab. Lab. Yeah, Focus Project Lab. is another program. Yeah. Yeah. And they... That, by the way, Project Yes, in one of the previous episodes, that that's the episode with Cameron when we talk about yeah. Project Yes. So I have been doing a little bit through this time. So Project Yes yeah. and then Focus Lab, right? So. And the owners of Focus Lab decided to invest in Andy for a new company, which he started in November. He got his... October, actually. What? October. Yeah, October. October 1st, right. October 1st. Yeah. Okay, details. Stop <laughs> So... It doesn't matter. It's just a podcast. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but anyway, he gets good investment, yeah. starts a new company, and oh goodness, things start to roll. Yeah. And he's getting more of a proper income stream. Yeah. And then and, and then slowly things are starting to pick up. Yeah. He's going to church regularly. He gets he 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 uh, becomes a member. He me him and his best friend Cameron. We move into a new place away from the kind of crappy place that we were in before. <laughs> And gosh, I mean, honestly, things start to go up. It's like a staircase, and step yeah. by step, things are starting to get better. Uh, the light's starting to get brighter, um, and he's working and working and working. It was very stressful, but he, you know, he pushed yeah. through. And then, and then the kicker <laughs> in February. Sorry, I don't mean to hit the table. If you guys can't hear, never mind. <laughs> in February, he makes a sale, yeah. and then he makes another one in March. And, and to me. That was the, that was six, that was that was it. You know, yeah. that was the it moment. I knew in November, that was him basically coming out of the wilderness yeah. and kind of moving into where he needed to be in life. Right. But those sales, because it's one thing to start a business, it's another thing to make a sale. Yeah. When he made those two sales, I said, I just knew there it is. Yeah. There it is, and, you know, it's it's been amazing. It's been absolutely amazing to see Andy succeed. To see his relationship with God grow and to see God take his life from where it was to where it is right now. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I really truly believe Andy's starting to eat the fruit of, of his labor. Yeah. And uh, it's very humbling. It's very yeah. humbling, you know. I mean, uh, he, you know, he's definitely got, uh, he's doing what he's definitely put on some uh, entrepreneurship weight. <laughs> yeah, you know? quite a lot. That's okay. Uh, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, or you know, sometimes a woman will love the the rich <laughs> businessman look, and Andy Store is slowly getting there. You know, I'm trying not to get there. <laughs> no, no, I know he won't be there. He he's always he's always going to be a big uh, muscular, <laughs> rich businessman. No, man. Um, but <laughs> that's so funny. Mm. Okay, we're sidetracking <laughs> so much here. No, um, but but, yeah, but no. the main thing is, the fruit started to come. But you know, just was it wasn't just hard work paying off, blah blah yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. When God blesses someone, He blesses them with a new life. Yeah. And I think what Andy got 
was a new life. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a new attitude, a new perspective, uh, 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 better relationships with the people in his life. Yeah. Uh, success in, in his calling, not just his job, right. but his calling in entrepreneurship. And just seeing that kind that 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 little the seeing all these tiny bursts of life in Andy's own life is is, is amazing. Yeah. Just a testament to his relationship with the Lord. Yeah, it's been great. And honestly, at the point if I knew all, all everything I was going to go through, I would have preferred not to go through it yeah. and still get what I yeah. was looking for, but but it was necessary. You know, yeah. sometimes we need to go through those really tough moments to really be humble and appreciate those yeah. great successes that otherwise I guess you will give for granted absolutely and I, I was able to instead of putting all my hope in my own strengths and wisdom and intelligence i put it in god he did and um, he did. so we, before we close this podcast uh, we we're going a little over over what i usually do but but i think this has been a great conversation um what do you think maybe one of the biggest misconceptions that society may have right now with christianity I know that's a little deep, but if, if, if you have something that you can think about. The biggest one would be that it's not relevant to their life. Okay. I think that's the biggest one that they have. Um, I would I would just say it isn't irrelevant. And it's so much more than another book telling you to be a good person. Yeah. It's really a message of God wanting to be the hero for your yeah. life. Very true. So if anyone's willing to listen, it's not another book yeah. telling you to be a good person. It's very true. Um, it's it's a it's a hero saying, "I want to be the hero for your life." Ah, oh, man, that's that's awesome. I love the way you put that. And something I would add as well would be, um, if you are one of those people like I was that lost hope in, in the church or Christians, yeah. Um, it's not about people you know God is greater than any human being people will always fail mm -hmm. regardless if you're Christian Buddhist Hindu atheist whatever people will always fail yeah but God is always faithful absolutely and uh, when you get the point that God is always faithful even when you're in a Christian environment and things will happen because people are broken you can keep your faith in God and be the light in the darkness that <clears throat> when that darkness comes so yeah cool Thomas, man, thanks, thanks for this podcast, man. This, this is one of, honestly very meaningful. This has been a really big part of, of, of I guess, you, you have been a very huge transitional part of my life, man. So I really appreciate your brotherhood. You got, got it, man. You got it. Um, yeah. I guess you owe me dinner. You, I owe you dinner. I do. Taco Bell. It's on the podcast. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, I love you, man. I'm really glad to be your bro, mate. Thanks, man. All right. Nice seeing you, Thomas. And, and um best of successes and hopefully i can have you again sometime in the next years with some other cool stuff of the things you're doing in your professional life you definitely will man all right awesome man